Welcome to the first ever Bethesda press conference post show of the Kind of Funny Games cast. As always, I'm Tim Geddes. I'm joined by the coolest dudes in video games, Colin Moriarty and Greg Miller. Hi. We're joined alongside Alfredo Diaz. What's up, guys? And we're going to talk about a little, bit, a little bit of that Bethesda stuff. So you were smiling a lot, Colin. <laughs> what was making you smile? Yo, anyone doubt me out there? <laughs> Who's doubting me now, Greg? Nobody's doubting you. You Who's were doubting, doubting Colin Moriarty. You just got fucking put in the ground, son. When your boy Colin M was saying late last year, Fallout 4 announced and released in 2015, a lot of motherfuckers out there were like, Colin, you're crazy. What are you, stoned? What are you on those mushrooms? And I was like, no. Nah, son. <laughs> it's just See, got I, felt something in, I felt something in my balls. Ooh, I felt deep it so in balls. deep in my balls. It was deep oh, in my balls. How you know it's oh, real I felt it so very deep in my balls. Wow, okay. I felt it too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Nick felt it in Nick Colin's felt balls. the balls. Yeah. So here we are. Mm. I was right. Colin mm-hmm. was right. Mm-hmm. How does it feel to be right after so long, Colin? A year of well, being see, doubted. Here, see, here's the thing about this is yeah. that I make a lot of predictions that are wrong, right? Yes. We, all, we say a lot of things. Some we come do. true and some we don't. We all say things. But I, but I boldly made this, and because a lot of people are giving me shit about this. Not a lot of people, but some people are being like, it's so obvious. And I'm like, no, no, no. I said this before Bethesda said they were doing anything to E3, before Fallout 4 was ever a thing, before anyone knew about it. And it's one of those things where for all the predictions I made that were wrong, like when I said Vita was going to outsell 3DS, remember that? I remember do remember that. Chestnut. I remember when you said Little Deviants didn't look terrible. Right. And it, w- it wasn't Damn. terrible, but it wasn't good. It wasn't good. But this is one of those where I just stood by it, and I stood by it, and I stood by it, and frankly, I just had no idea if I was right. And but now you know. So it all played out. Yeah. You were wrong about out. the exact date. It all, I, well, I said I originally said November, mm. and so that was and fine. You got and cocky. Then, well, no, and then people were saying, well, October 23rd is a Friday. The game's going to globally launch on Friday. October 23rd, 2077 is when, the, is when World War III happens in Fallout War. It's a one-day war. China and the United States exchange their bombs. It's over. I'll give you so, the point. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna take the point. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well, actually, I didn't predict it in our thing because I this was you just knew, you just knew. Yeah, I just it was knew. like it's out there already. But I'm very excited. The game looks extraordinary. Mm. The game looks absolutely extraordinary. Deep, deep, deep stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, saying deep, I don't even. I think that undersells that. That with that game, it had options on options on options. The on ability. Everything. What is it? I wrote it down. The base weapons that then have 700 customizations. 50 base weapons, 700 customizations. Let alone this whole we're gonna take over towns now and build your, out your towns and be able to connect them and do all these different things and bring in traders and shit. Mm. This game is literally trying to be the only game you'll ever play for the rest of your life. <laughs> this must be when Mitchie D plays Dota. This must must be what he feels like. The fact that he could play this the rest of his entire life. Mm. And I thought that was gonna be uh, this year at least the Metal Gear Solid. That mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid Five, the Phantom Pain, Tim. Mm. But now I I know, tell I'm you familiar what, with that. You are familiar with that thing. Now we're here, and I, I Jesus Christ, yeah. Jesus Christ, did that game look awesome? So you guys, you guys love your Fallout's. You love we it. Love you love it, you love it a lot. You love it a lot. Oh my God. But here's the thing. People, here's the thing. People, they they love their Borderlands. They love the Metal Gear Solid. They love all this stuff. I'm seeing a lot of aspects from those games. Just like, hey, we're gonna put it in Fallout and just go a little crazy sure. with the options. And I can imagine. I saw Colin's eyes just like get bigger and bigger, and I was like, fuck, he's gonna pop. Because when they, sh- it was really, it was really clever the way they showed the game at first, right? Like when they revealed the game, they showed something that looked very familiar. They showed a little bit of like twenty seventy seven before the war, right, right, but right, then right. It, they just showed something that looked like Fallout. Everyone's like, okay, no, it's mm-hmm. Fallout, and they just held all of their cards to their chest. And the reason that they announced Fallout Four before E three was was obvious. It's because they were afraid it was going to leak, and I think that that was a that was a smart move. You know, you, you there's too, you have to trust too many people. That every day that passes, you know, that some some someone can fuck up. You know, I was thinking about it with. They get the, They have the Pip Boy being cu- customized by a company. They have the guys p- p- printing out the big Fallout Four posters that are all over the, the the convention center. They have the iOS thing. They're dealing with Apple. All of these people knew about this shit. Right. And they didn't say anything. But every day that passes, 
you are risking someone. We're getting closer and closer to yeah. D-Day. Somebody screwing this exactly. up. Exactly. Yeah. So, so the way they did it was smart because when they revealed the game, it's like, yeah, it's more Fallout, but there's all of these new things in it. There's right. like every, the game looks fucking extraordinary. Yeah. Uh, and I, as I tweeted just before, um, if you are if you're not Assassin's Creed, if you are not Call of Duty, if you are not Battlefront, you better run the fuck away yeah. from Fall 2014. It's gonna be you a are going bloodbath. Be, you're gonna get murdered, yeah. murdered. If you're game, if you are not one of those four games, you're gonna get murdered. This game really scares me though, because there's so much Halo, of course. to do. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't know. Since there's so many games in the fall, but this game is like, I don't. No, it's over. How do I even? It's done. Jesus. There's now the time is now. It's like I've been talking, you know, about the the lead up of my year, right? Where it was right. Borderlands, State of Decay, Witcher. Now it's Batman. Then mm-hmm. it'll be a little bit of Witcher. Then it'll be Metal Gear. Metal Gear will run into Fallout, and then it will be Fallout the rest of the way. Man. What aspect are you guys looking forward to the most? I, you, I mean, Fallout really, 4. like. I'm, I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> for, me, for me, I'm I'm the story sounds interesting, right? Because mm-hmm. like Todd Howard does want to ruin it and then ruins it, but he doesn't. Like, how the hell am I surviving 200 years? But what I really want to get into is all the decisions and now the dialogue tree, right? We're talking. You were talking about the things it's pulled from Borderlands, this or something mm-hmm. over here. That's the Telltale dialogue system, right? Where you pop up and you have all these different options to say at that one time right there. And then the fact that you get them voiced now, they're different. Uh, Todd was talking in the presentation, right, that you can jump in there. He could have shot the robot. He could have done this. He could have said that. He could have walked away. Like, that's fascinating to see that level of characterization come in. You know what I mean? I think it's something to easy to take for granted and not and think back and forget about New Vegas and Fallout 3 where you are the silent protagonist. Mm-hmm. You pick it and then they just start talking to you and it's not cinematic and it, it's whatever. That game was beautiful. You can see the conversations in third person. You can see them in first person. You can do all this different stuff. Like, I want to get into that world mm-hmm. and start making those choices that make my character. The character creation also looked awesome. Like, I thought it was a really cool way to, to do it it's like when it first showed it was kind of like oh this looks kind of lame like the girl in the background was like this is weird it's like yeah. but then, simulator yeah exactly <laughs> but then when it when it kind of switched off and it, you could see i liked that you went like feature by feature and kind of just cycle through and see the differences and stuff yeah i th- think the presentation of this press conference was pretty well done there was some moments they lost me a bit like when they first revealed Fallout, like they talked about fallout 4 and then they showed all the pictures and it was yeah, just like, they, well, that, you knew they were building to something, though. They were getting you yeah, ready. for sure, for sure. But it, I you got to preheat like the oven just, before you jump in. I don't know about that, To Greg. the oven. I don't know about or that. Or you just jump right in and was like, Doom, I could do it, too. Yeah, that was cool. That oven wasn't really preheated. No, that oven was... Oh, jeez. <laughs> 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 I'm excited, Colin, because I did notice that at some point he crouched in Fallout Oh, he did So crouch. it's good to know that crouch my favorite, back, my favorite feature from Fallout 3 you, it's like is going to return. It's like when you do arm cannon dueling or three heart runs in, in Zelda, you only play Crouch mm-hmm. to make mm-hmm. it harder for yourself. Yeah. So yeah, the, the sliderless customization is really, really cool. And a lot of people were flipping out for absolutely no reason that there was no female protagonist or whatever in the, in the trailer. Obviously, Fallout's going to have a female protagonist. So it's cool that... It's you can cool. be the wife. So it's cool that you can be the man or the woman. I knew people were jumping the gun on that. But that was mm-hmm. obvious. What, what surprised me was the way he talked about Todd Howard, of course, who's you know a G. Uh, was talking he about. Really was. He was. I mean, Todd Howard's. Todd Howard's one of those guys where, and I was I was joking around with Greg when he like dropped the f bomb, which clearly wasn't in his script or whatever. He, yeah. He's one of those guys who can just do whatever, literally whatever the fuck he wants. You don't give a fuck. He, no. They're no not going to fire him, him. so he can just do whatever he wants. Yeah. But what was funny was that he was saying like basically by the time they finished Point Lookout and all of the the Fallout Three DLC, which was awesome. I was thinking about Point Lookout recently. Which yeah. Was fucking awesome. That great piece of DLC. Um, they started immediately working on this game, so they were concurrently working on Skyrim which was presumably in pre-pro during Fallout 3's production, and then they ramped that up and started pre-producing Fallout 4. So the game has been in development, as we predicted, for four years. Um, even longer, actually, than I thought it was in production. Yeah. And when you see the game, you can realize that they didn't just make the world and write the story and, and, and make the engine, but that they did... Um, 
they did so much more with that time. Mm-hmm. The, the, the customization options are really cool. I mean, I'm looking at my notes now, like building a settlement, protecting the settlement. This is incredible amount of depth in this game. The thing you're talking about with the settlement is just the fact of like, it's not just build a... Like, I, you, I, I, uh, like that's Fallout <laughs> right now to me. You can't process it. You, like, you, know, you can build a settlement in State of Decay, right? And do these different things, and then you go and choose a new place. This one, you can do that, but I mean, like... They were talking and showing you breaking down lumber and building it however the fuck you want. I mean, this wasn't like you're putting up a wall, you choose a space, this yeah. is how it is. Like when they had the, you know, the that fucking Mega Man at the end, pit, uh, Vault Dweller, right? And then they had the die sign and they had this crazy ass electrical thing. It's going to be fat. Like what the people were popping on my Twitter feed talking about, right? It's like, it's almost Minecraft. Well, that's what I was way, saying right? earlier. Where yeah. it's like you see when when I brought up Borderlands and um, Metal Gear and all that stuff. It's like, yeah, add Minecraft to that. Like yeah. this really is like, hey, all the games that you like just getting sucked into and kind of living in. Yeah. Here's a little bit of the fun parts of all of those. But I like how there's like strategy put into it too, as well, right? So you like you build your shelter, but then it's gonna get raided. So it's like, well, how do I want to defend this? Like, what are the weak spots? Like, what do I need to build and mm-hmm. like rebuild? And I think that's really cool. Yeah, there's. Really it, cool. It's funny because. We've only scratched the surface of, of this kind of eastern Massachusetts, this Boston settle, you know, the settlements and and you know, kind of going through the, the remnants of the city. I mean, I was telling Greg when that vats noise happened, I was like, Jesus Christ! It's like yeah, it's and like the, a the, the crowd went crazy. The like, crowd went crazy, and mm. obviously specials back, which is cool. That's not a huge surprise. Um, it's cool that you. I'm interested about the story. He said he won't go into it. He doesn't about seemingly you're cryogenically frozen or something happens to you. Two hundred years have passed, so it's it's twenty two seventy seven. Um, by the time you get out of the vault, which is around the same time Fallout 3 takes place. So these events are happening concurrently, at, concurrently to each other. Um, one of the things that, that popped out to me was the dialogue options. It's no longer a list. It is now more, as Greg described it, a, a Telltale-style uh, button-based dialogue tree, which is much more organic, um, which I think is cool. Uh, the dog being recruited and being given commands is cool. It's not something I'm probably going to play around with. Adv- You're going to kill the dog immediately? You're like, I don't want you. I just don't you know, want to... With an, uh, uh, you hate Portillo, so you're going to take it out on this mm. But But here's, here's one of the major things that I noticed, and I don't know if you guys noticed this, but I, I liked it a lot, is that they recapture the essence, at least in one shot, of Fallout 3 leaving the vault. Yep, yep, yep. you come and, out and do this. And it, they did it again. They showed it, actually. Mm-hmm. You, you start in, in Vault 111, and then you leave the vault, and it's all bright, and you look around, and yeah. you're in this world again. And it's like, that is, when we played Fallout 3, that's the magical moment in that game. That's one of the most special moments in any game. Mm-hmm. And it's cool that they just did it again, because, frankly, that's not tiresome to anyone. Seven years ago was the last time we had that moment. New Vegas didn't have that kind of moment. So, I don't know. I, I when I saw that, I was like, "That's fucking awesome!" Because it's going to fill me with that with that awe and that Feeling. wonder again. Yeah. Um. I. <laughs> that game is going to be overwhelming. You know, I can't. So here's wait. my question for you, Colin Moriarty. Can't wait, Mister Fallout. I'll call you from now on. Please do, Mister Fallout. I'd like to know: Are you worried about the exact same thing that's happening to you with Witcher happening with Fallout, where you're so overwhelmed you can't make choices, you can't play it, you can't poop? No, I mean, I'm so. I, I, I mean, I, I'll, I'll poop when I can. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious about about how I take it in terms of Witcher Three too, because I'm I'm slowly working my way through Witcher Three. I'm doing everything now. You know, I'm like I'm Skellige. I I you know in 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 the other areas I've cleared all the side quests. I've cleared all the question marks yeah. and everything. So I'm slowly getting through. I don't think that this game is going to be this that dense. I mean, that's not really what Fallout is. It seems mm. like Fallout is more, and maybe they're going to change it. But it seems to me like Fallout is twenty five main quests, fifty side quests. That are meteor and sure. take time. They could take hours. Yeah. Um, but it's not a lot of like necessarily running around, and and every inch of the world is something. Hmm. There's something about that in Witcher Three that's fun. It's also overwhelming. But there's something yeah. about Fallout where it's not like that because it's not. I don't want to say it's realistic. There's nothing realistic about Fallout, but 
it seems a little more grounded in the sense that it's like you're not going to walk into this building and there's going to be five side quests in it and all these things to discover. Some of these buildings are just going to be abandoned. Sure. Um, but I mean, know. building your thing, getting all the hollow tapes, getting all the game tapes, playing them all on your like, are you, this is going to be a platinum that will kill you, Colin. It will, but I got the fall, <laughs> I got the Fallout Three platinum. I, I'm interested to see. Uh, what, what the trophy situation is in the game. But the other thing that we were talking about, because we talked about building and all these kinds of, is the customization options in terms of the things you find in the world. And I think that that's a really clever thing, too. You guys, uh, I don't know how, what your experience is with Fallout, but you can basically collect anything you want in the game. Anything. There's mm -hmm. a can of shit here. There's a uh, there's a tire here. There's And you and, don't and, do shit with yeah, it. Like, you just have all this garbage. garbage. When you start the game, you st when, you, when you play Fallout 3 for the first time, you just Order. take everything. Mm -hmm. For like the first hour, and then you realize you can't move, like you're over encumbered, and then you realize that none of this matters. There's only a certain <laughs> amount of things in the game that really matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I know. It's populated. You can p pick up a beach ball. You can pick. And in this game, it's like, well, now when you pick up the beach ball, there's plastic, and you can use the plastic yep. mm. to build something. And it's like that is just it's such an easy solution. Yeah. But really, really, really an incredibly intuitive solution. You have to figure that's where the base building or town building, whatever, is really going to come into play, right? Is that you're collecting, you and I are going to go through and meticulously collect all, all the beach shit, balls. Yeah. And then it's going to be we have to store it somewhere. So it's gonna, I mean, this, this is, if you're not a Minecraft player, this is Minecraft. Mm. Of I've started collecting all this shit, now I need to make chests. I made it all these chests. Now I need to make somewhere to put all these. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you need to fucking keep going to feed the addiction to keep going. Honestly, and of course Todd points out in his thing right that it's all optional. You don't have to jump mm -hmm. in and do this with like base building kind of stuff. It's like yeah. fuck. Yeah, which I love. I love that there's you know this is the type of game that has the game that it also has ten other games that you yeah, can enjoy exactly, if you exactly. want to. This game seems like the game of the year that is going to end relationships. Like there's gonna be so many couples that are breaking up because the boyfriend or girlfriend are just like I'm sorry. Or the I best ones just play them together. Well, there's that too, you know. But that's a. But rarity. I mean, I won't see Christine when this game comes out. It's true. This is the end of me <laughs> talking to Christine Steimer. Like she'll just go into the room and be done. <laughs> Grandma Josephine laid up. Oh my God. Yeah, Grandma Josephine, not, not joking around. No. Mm. If but she's not laying in bed playing games, she's sleeping in the bed. Yeah. Right. So, Colin, here's my yeah. question, and this goes for the panel as well, of course. Mm. Is is there anything at E3 now that can beat Fallout for game of the show? No. I don't think so. You see, it's interesting because mm. I, I do not have that interest in this game. I don't like these open sure, games. Sure, sure. Like, we've talked about this a million times. I, we did the Let's Play, and it was awesome. For Fallout 3 recently, yeah. I sat down with Colin and played it, and it's like, I get it. I totally get it. I get that it's not for me. And it's yeah. Those things. And so many people are going to talk shit, and I get that. You're going to get fine. shot. But it's like, I still understand that this probably is going to be game of the show. Overall. And that's the thing. Like, right, we're, talk we're not talking about our favorite game. Yeah. We're talking about what do you think game of the show is that's going to be this amazing thing. Like... Because this seems, I mean, it this is one of the, being in this room and hearing the reactions yep. everyone's having, like, yeah. I don't get it, but I, and I, Alfredo, I think, is in the same boat as me. But you're not, yeah, I'm not too big of a, of a Fallout, like, I haven't played any of the Fallouts, but then again, like, I can understand that there's so much depth and quality in this, mm -hmm. and it's just like, how do you really beat that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm waiting. I want to see, because, like, I, there's definitely a couple things I got my eye on, but at the same time, it's like, there's, I don't think that they can compete with this. You know, like, something like Uncharted 4. Like, I think that would be uh, another one that people are going to be rooting for. Sure. But it's like, this this is different. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, I feel like, I mean, Uncharted looks extraordinary, so I can't wait. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're, of course. Greg and I are both huge Uncharted fans. But it's a known quantity at this point. So right now, like, Fallout 4 is just more exciting. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens when the dust settles. This might even be a more appropriate question to ask in a month. Mm. After, sure. you've, like, sure. after you've processed it, processed it and figured it out. Because the thing, you know, Alfredo hit on something that I think salient, which is, like, Fallout 4 is quality. Fallout 4 is depth. Fallout 4 is non-linearity. Fallout 4 is these things that I think people are, are you know, 
to put this into context, Witcher 3 sold 4 million copies in two weeks. Yeah. Fallout 4 is going to sell extraordinary amounts of copies. I think that some people really do underestimate how many copies this game is going to sell. I mean, I'd be, again, I'd be, one of the things I'm taking away from this most is I'd be in, in boardrooms at Activision, at Ubisoft, at EA being like, I don't know if we want to be in November. Yep, 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 you yep, know? yep. Mm-hmm. If you're not Call of Duty, if you're not Assassin's Creed, if you're not Halo, you're, you're shit out of luck. Mm-hmm. Because this isn't only a game that's going to demand $60 from 10, 15, however many million people. But it's going to be a game that takes months of it's their the time. time. Yeah, that's, I think that's the yeah. even bigger thing. You know, people go into the, the holiday season and, you know, usually you, you either choose your one game when you're younger and, you, you know, your parents are buying games and stuff. Or you, you choose a handful and, like, you talk to your uncle. And you're like, get me this one. You talk to your, your you know, your neighbor. You're like, hey, you neighbor, scheme, you it's weird it. that you buy me Christmas presents, but, like, I want this one. But, you know, this is the type of game that it's like, that doesn't even matter. It's just like, tell one person I want Fallout 4 and you're just going to play it forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, one quick thing. Of course... Tim, yes. Many people are watching this on YouTube.com/slash Kind of Funny Games or listening to it mm-hmm. on the MP3 because mm-hmm. this is a games cast. We're breaking it. Out. We're doing all these different games casts from here. Some people are watching it on Twitch right now. Yes, uh, Twitch.tv/slash Kind of Funny Games. Just Sneaky says the only thing that could beat this 43 game of the show is if Valve comes out and announces Half-Life 3, which they wouldn't. Do. Oh, no, I mean, that's yeah, that's like a duh. Yeah, I wasn't mind, presenting that as like that's really going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm just letting Greg, you know not the bar <laughs> is not, set. No, but no. that's that. I mean, that's a good that's a good point though. <laughs> that like that is what it would take to kind of dethrone this. I also love that this was the first press conference of E3, and they kind of just came out and they were just like, "Yo." Well, that was the thing when they announced it. Sure, you have to imagine that every other press conference was like, "Fuck, yeah, God damn it!" At least they're getting a day ahead. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like tomorrow morning, like. People, if you didn't stay up and if you went and watched Game of Thrones like a nerd before this, you're gonna wake up and like have to deal with this. And like, fall, like uh, Xbox will be overshadowed in the morning, right? The talk is going to be about this and what's happening with it. Mm-hmm. And I, I just want to say real quick because I was just looking up the numbers real quick to just kind of qu- you know quantify more what we're talking about with sales numbers. Yeah, Fallout Three in two months did about five million units, um, and that Fallout Three was just not a known quantity compared mm-hmm. to the way Fallout is now. Yeah. Um, so I, c- I would expect, I would assume double that. Yeah, and um, I mean that's the thing, especially at the time that it's coming right now, where the next gen or current gen systems right now are still in their early stages, and like this is going to be one of those first big games, really multi-platform games that are just going to like this is why, and it's next gen only or current gen only, right? You know? And like I think that's a really good sign that we're finally moving into that era of new. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, I'm interested. Yeah, it's going to do very well on PS4. It's going to do very well on Xbox One. It's going to murder on PC. Mm. Um, so because that's where you know. The mod, you know, the modders are, and, and obviously there's been a a, re- a reinvigoration even of Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas fandom that you've seen lately. Mm. Um, we read a story on Colin and Greg Live a week ago or so where they were saying, like, Fallout 3 sales spiked 1,000% or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was, well, it's funny. Well, right now, sure. I keep ref- I'm trying to refresh the Bethesda store, and they're just getting hammered right now, right? Because show of hands, who is going to buy the collector's edition to get the Pit Boy? Oh, no. I'm happy. See, I'm Nick, happy. Nick put his hand up. <laughs> Some games by people putting their hands up. It's <laughs> happening. It's all over, folks. Okay, oh, Google. Okay, Pip Boy. Oh yeah, yeah, if we want to talk about that, let's. And it, we had a huge win. Of course, everyone knows that Kevin is backing dead technology and refuses to buy an He's iPhone. Awesome so we can all. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. So that we, we all we want to do is iMessage, and Kevin ruins it for us. Mm. And so now we get that the iPhone goes in the Pip Boy. It's great. And also Fallout Shelter iOS game mm. out tonight. Not for you and your Google Android there, mm. Kev. Mm-mm. Hope you had fun. It's over. 
Android buy an iPhone. So the big question there then, Colin, is yeah. what, how, what do you think about this Fallout Shelter, the iOS game? Yeah, I mean, there's a couple other things to touch on, which is the, the iOS game is cool uh, looking. I'm probably not going to mess with it. I just don't want to play mm. those kinds of but games. But you can but knock boots in it. You, you, you could knock boots in it. But it's, it's clever and it's babies. cool, and I like that they're making it for fun, basically. I mean, they're going to have microtransactions for buying those lunchboxes that are full of items, but it seems like a game, they said, they, they, they made a point of saying it's not a game you necessarily need to spend money on or right. have to spend money on at all, which I think is cool. And they have the, the financial luxury of of doing that. Mm -hmm. um, and I think the other thing, you know, with the Pip-Boy, the real Pip-Boy that's going to come in the collector's edition is that second screen experience, that that app that they're making for your phone that you then put into the Pip-Boy that then um, kind of just works mm -hmm. um, as a Pip-Boy. I think that's, that's pretty clever, too. I mean, I, I, I don't know, man. Fallout 4... Is a is a is a show stealer. It's it's, incre it's incredible because we often talk about the press conferences being like the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl first, mm -hmm. right? Of E three, yeah. And then this is like the last touchdown happening <laughs> before <laughs> that wins the game before <laughs> the rest of the fourth quarter is even played. Uh -huh. You know, what I mean, it's incredible how cart before the horse everything is this year because uh, this is the biggest game. Th this has to be the biggest game of the show. Some someone would have to have something extraordinary. Mm. Yeah. Crash Bandicoot and, and, would have to come back. Yeah, Crash, Crash Bandicoot, yeah. he's going to come back. And the MMO. Two the two companies that really are capable of, of putting MMO. out a game that big are, are don't do E3, and that's Rockstar mm. and 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 Valve. So it's yeah. it's you know I don't know. I'm super curious to see. I'm, I'm still excited, obviously, about the other press conferences. But mm -hmm. real yeah. quick, the chat is saying that the stupid the game is on stupid Android as well. Oh. Mm. I know. So oh. good for you, Kevin. I don't like good you, Kevin. Good for you. Yeah. Is it out I'm tonight, though, Kevin? I'm playing it right now. God damn it. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited, right I'm excited <laughs> to unbox this Pip-Boy, though. I feel like this yeah. will be a fun kind of yeah. funny unboxing. Yes. Running around, messing around with it. it was, well, it's just going to be funny to be on. Like, I'm going to wear this fucking thing when I stream this game. <laughs> and I'm going to stream this game for fucking hours. I'm going to be yeah. sitting there like an asshole doing this. Beep, boop, 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 boop. Yeah. You look like Kevin in normal life. Yeah, I will. I will look as ridiculous in jest as Kevin looks in daily life. I'm actually really looking forward to um, the app or the game, simply because, like, for me, Fallout. I've never played any of the Fallout, other Fallout's. And yeah. Fallout Four to me right now, just like, hold, it's too much. So I feel like this is an easy way to like baby step me into their world. Mm -hmm. so, so not the app, the iOS game. The iOS game. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah sorry. But see, that's the thing is like I think Fallout Shelter. You know, like yeah. Nick over there. As soon as like uh, they started talking about everything happening in Fallout, Nick's penis went inside him. Whereas Colin <laughs> and I, our penises only got bigger. And so, which is hard to believe though, that that could even happen. I know, right? You'd but that the thing is like for if for baby dick Nick over here, it doesn't matter. He's gonna be able to. Just Do we all have it. baby dicks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think Colin's the only one. Just saying. Don't worry about it. It's no big deal. I'm talking shit. I'm going to get shot. But what I'm saying is, I think, Alfredo, I think you should give it a. I think you're going to be all right. I think you are going to be eased in, right? You come out of the vault and then you get to go. And it's not like you're going to immediately be dropped on top of you, build this shelter, do this, fucking talk to the dog. You'll be all right. All right. Because I saw Fellow the Witcher. I jumped in. I was like, holy shit, there's a lot to do. No, well, if the Witcher guy, then yeah, you're probably fucked. Well, the Witcher's a very dense game. I don't, I personally don't. I don't think this game is going to be that as, mm -hmm. as dense. I'm sure it's going to be dense, but I'm, I don't. Witcher is really an almost unprecedented in its density. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Played a lot of these kinds of games. I've never played a game quite like The Witcher 3 with. I appreciate it. There's a lot of bang for your buck, man. CD Projekt doing a great job, but um, I don't suspect that it's going to be even 50% as dense. Mm -hmm. Because what they do is, is, I feel, I'm not saying The Witcher has a bad story because I don't think it does, but. Go fetch this thing for this guy, and the side quest is over in two seconds. Yeah, yeah, Quad yeah, really yeah. doesn't do that. Yeah, mm -hmm. so it's more like the side quest is going to take you ninety minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what how that all kind of comes down. So moving on from Fallout, then Alfredo, which which of these are you more excited about, Dishonored two or Doom? Oh, Doom. Okay, cool. Let's talk about Doom then. So what do you guys think? 
I think it looks it awesome. Fucking beautiful. It's, we're just it, yeah, it's point. totally beautiful. The, it's totally gruesome. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you got that Holy from the very shit, beginning man. where he, like, steps over, breaks the dude's leg, and then sh- hits him in the yeah. head with his own foot. You're like, fucking Jesus. Yeah. When they broke out the chainsaw, I was just like, my God. Like, it looked a little canned in the beginning, like the well, animations sure, yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. But then, then it started, like, changing up a bit, and I was like... I kept thinking that I wanted to be holding the controller to feel the right. vibration yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like no, that's this game has to be played on a mouse and keyboard. I'm no. sorry. Shut God. up, you <laughs> fucking sorry, bitch. Sorry, it just does. <laughs> that was clearly a PlayStation 4 demo they were running it on. I could tell. I have the eye. I saw the frame rate. I knew it was happening. I feel like um, what, what I tweeted out about Doom that seemed to resonate with people, which is that this game has is not pretentious. This game right. isn't trying to be anything but fun. Mm-hmm. And I... and, and there's a place for a game like that. I Definitely. like story. I like depth. I, I'll play a game like you know, Gone Home all day. But Doom. When I saw Doom, and it's called Doom. Yeah, it looks like. Yeah, so yeah. There you go. Uh, Colin was right um, again. Uh, it, it, mm. it, 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 well, it says to me that it's just they don't make many games like this anymore that are so over the top. Like in terms of lack of depth. In other words, it's not a game where it's like, oh, we'll put a story to make you take it seriously, and you won't take it seriously. It's like, no, we really don't give a fuck about it at mm-hmm. all. Um, you're just going to run around and shoot shit in 60 frames, and it's going to be a lot of fun, and it's on id Tech 6, and it's really beautiful, and it just looks fun. Yeah. It just looks fun. Now it looks very orange. Here's the one thing I want to say, and I think Tim might be on the same page with me on this. Watching it, and granted, I'm not playing it, which is different. Mm-hmm. I was war- Is it going to get repetitive? Yes. Because for me, even the demo story. went a little long, where I was like, mm, I started looking at Twitter a little bit more. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, I thought it was cool. The super shotgun's awesome. The chainsaw was cool. The verticality. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, this seems fun. But then it just was at some point. I'm like, all right, why are you just shooting stuff? I, yeah. I mean, I was a big fan of the like the double jumping. Like, I, like mm-hmm. they started the demo off with that, and I was like, yes, yes, because this reminds me of the arcadey fun shooters that I loved so much yeah. back in the day. And it, they. It's not the Alfredo shooter where you need hella skill and you need to actually be good at shooting no, things. Just shoot a bunch of stuff. Run around, shoot shit, have fun, chainsaws, right? And I like that a lot. Looking at it, like I was talking about the animations, you get that moment when you're watching it the first time. You're like, oh, shit, that's cool. Oh, fuck, that's gruesome. But you know that it's going to get repetitive. And you yeah. know that, like, looking at the little hologram thing that, like, shows the like what happened there or whatever. It's yeah. like those moments are going to get a little bit repetitive. And it's going to get to the point where you kind of want to skip through them. And it's going to be a little right. less fun. Yeah. Um, but it reminded me a lot of when we did our Let's Play of the uh, Castlevania. Not Castlevania. Um, uh, Wolfenstein. The old one. Yeah, where it's like, it's a very... It's like a, it's not a modern game, and I think that's what's really cool is that it definitely knows what it is, and it's kind of just bringing you back to that, and I, I like that. And watching the demo got me excited in a good way. That yeah. I was like, oh man, this I might want to actually play this. And for those that know me, I'm not like somebody that needs to play every game. But what do you what did you think about? I that? know I got a feeling of like repetitiveness when I was watching it, and I was talking to Colin like with the chainsaw animations. I was like, I hope there's like a quick like. Exactly. Quick Can jab I get through or quick stab, that? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then I think for me, what made it seem so repetitive is the enemies didn't really seem challenging to me. It yeah, like and they it's were hard for a demo. Of, it's always yeah. hard for a demo to show you what it's going to be like. But yeah, there yeah, was that one part where it, it was just like uh, there's, there's enemies. They're just kind of there to be torn apart. He was doing the runaround right mm-hmm. where that one part where he I thought I, mean, I thought he jumped over something on it, and like there was a guy who was aiming there, and the guy who was aiming there, and he was just tearing these guys a new one every time he went, yep. which was cool. But it was like yeah, like. What difficulty is this on? How is this going to work? Exactly. But I, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm not, I mean, I'm not the first person shooter guy. I yeah. never have been. You know what I mean? So, like, I mean, I saw a beautiful game that its lighting is awesome, that the weapons look fantastic. It seems like it's really moody and cool. But if it's going to be moody and cool and that'll make me play through it, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. There's not much to say about it because it's Doom. 
and and, I, and that's <laughs> and that's what Doom is. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I I agree that it's, it lacks a little bit of modernity, but it, it it is different than what Machine Games is doing with Wolfenstein in the sense that Machine Games is making is taking Wolfenstein, which was also kind of vacant when mm-hmm. it was made in 1991, 1992, and making it very story driven. Wolfenstein, the new the new order and the old blood, are, is very story driven mm-hmm. and character driven and and slow and plotting. And Doom is fast yeah. and bloody and brutal and old school. And I, I I'm interested to see. I'm, I feel like this is a game I'm gonna like a lot. I like I love shooters and mm-hmm. I like playing single player shooters, um, which is why I appreciate what what Bethesda has been doing. But I'm curious to see how this resonates with other people when it comes out yeah. in 2016. Because is this gonna be a game that that has resonance with people? Is this gonna be a game that just sells a million copies and goes away? Is it gonna be mm-hmm. a, is it gonna be a phenomenon? I I really yeah. don't yeah. know because this isn't the same id yeah. that made Doom three and. That's just that's just a fact of personnel there. You know? Yeah, and what's interesting, you say that this is Doom, and one of the things that I took away from it is that it lacked a little bit of the the Doom, the fear factor, and like the the scariness mm. of it. Not that Doom was ever like horrifying, but I do think it was a little more horror element. Like there was more horror elements in it than we saw here. This was a little bit more. You're a fucking badass. But I feel like this is just because you're on God mode. They're doing the demo to make it look awesome. I still think when you're playing, you're gonna be going around corners. They'll be you'll you'll start running backwards as they come at you. Whereas this was like literally like I'm gonna fucking punch you in the chest. There was no moments like that. You know, in Doom Three, like a lot of it was like the flashlight. Even though that shit people didn't like, but it had a different feel. Like this reminded me more of like a modern horror movie compared to a classic horror movie where. You get scared from the the, the the jump scares in the old ones, whereas new horror movies are just blood and gore, and like that's supposed to be sure. yeah, the yeah, that scary makes sense. part. But am I the only one that's looking forward to multiplayer? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna. One thousand percent. And you said yeah. that the multiplayer will remind you a lot of Unreal, right? Yeah, I played a lot of Unreal too. back in the day, so I was like, oh, this is cool. It's like you don't really have multiplayer games like that anymore. So, yeah, the fast base like arena. Mm-hmm. Shooters, man, like those j- double jumping around, shooting the big rockets yeah. and all that stuff, like that definitely Power holds a special all over the map and stuff. Yeah, it's holds like, a special yeah. place in my heart. And it's like you, as somebody that's like really into the online shooter community, like, do you think that this has a chance at having a decent following? I think it does. Yeah, especially when you can create like a whole bunch of different maps and stuff like that. I think it'd be interesting just to kind of like to play and I think it like, I think it can yeah that's yeah. the other thing we, there was the whole like map creation and all that stuff which yeah. is cool snap, I mean, map. snap map yeah that's a terrible name weird name but like but whatever. it makes sense for what they're doing right because you saw it it was it's like a simpler little big planet where you can just snap stuff in like mm-hmm. you want the fire there you want this the fire arises yes um, yeah so I mean we, you know we got the November 10th 2015 date for Fallout and for this they just said spring 2016 mm-hmm. uh, PS4 Xbox One PC and that's basically the skew that the SKUs that every one of their games that they talked about basically are on, with the exception of maybe, I don't know, The Elder Scrolls Legends, which I don't really care about, and uh, Battle Cry. Um, what are you saying? I'm saying you're at 30. Oh, okay. Thank you. Don't worry about it, Nick. <laughs> well, the only game we have, to, we have left to talk about, obviously, is Dishonored. Dishonored, yeah. Well, because, yeah, like Battle Cry. Uh, I have right? a lot to say about The Elder Scrolls Legends. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> Gwent killer. Well, so here's something interesting is that, but, you know, in our pre-show and in a couple of our predictions things, you guys were talking about how you thought it was just going to be the three games, Dishonored, Doom, and, um, and Fallout. Fallout, obviously. So I was a little surprised to see some of these little things, but at the same time, it kind of made sense because it was just nice little filler things that weren't exactly like... You know, breaking the bank, right. yeah, like yeah, announcements. Yeah. But it's like I did like that there was the the iOS um, Fallout, and there was yeah, like, that was nice. Things yeah. that are just like, hey, we got a lot of shit. That we do deserve our own press conference. Like, I feel we like we do deserve this press conference. Yeah, well, I feel like that was a big question: is people were like, do you need to be doing this, yeah. or is it just going to be demos that you could have done somewhere else? And I feel like they did enough. This kind of put those smaller games on a much bigger scale, and it made people care about them a little bit more sure, than sure. if it was just like a headline that would 
disappear in two seconds on a website, you know? I agree with that because yeah. I didn't even know Elder Scrolls Online was out on consoles until I walked upstairs and saw my brother playing it. And I was like, oh, that's out now? He's like, yeah, it's out. And I was like, oh. Yeah. yeah. So Dishonored. Yeah. The, the secret that was broken. I mean, Dishonored looked cool. The one thing I was curious about is there seemed to be seamless... Uh, the game looked really beautiful. Yeah. And at first I was like, okay, it's pre-rendered and it, it looks really pretty, but there's there was a lot of scenes that seemed like it was going in the gameplay and then back into into uh, these cutscenes, like when he's running down the hallway or mm -hmm. she's running down the hallway. Um, and I was like, okay, so is it is the whole game look this good? Because I was surprised by games like the the Order 1886 and other games that are like that sure. game actually is that pretty and mm. it plays, you know, the cutscenes don't cut away. Sony's famous for saying you know, in their this games, like this is in game. Yeah, this footage. is in game. You know, this is in engine footage on a PlayStation Four or whatever. And I'm wondering, like, what the nature of that Dishonored yeah. uh, demo was because it looked really, really pretty. And my my gut tells me that that that's you think that's game. what the game looks like, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I was going back and forth on it because the models looked like it, but yeah, it did look like it was put together. Mm -hmm. But you get to be the smoke monster from Lost, so yeah. So we're good. Yeah. <laughs> also, stuff also the 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 magicians uh -huh. over there somehow figured out how to animate a female character. That's crazy. crazy. Who would have thought? Female assassin. What are you talking about? Yeah, it was really. Yeah, I was I was excited to see that for you know everyone that's been you know wanting to, to play as more females in games, and that's great. Um, I think the game looks pretty. Mm -hmm. uh, interested and a little disappointed, and you know, Dishonored Definitive Edition. The game just came out in 2012, but again. You know, you get people hyped up about Dishonored too. You know, yeah. you have a lot of people that didn't it's, play the original one. So it's funny because we have been talking about like collections. Like we're gonna get a Fallout collection, or will they talk about an Elder Scrolls collection? Yeah. Or we get the Kurt. Dishonored one. Yeah, definitely would not have called that. But for me, the, watching it, the CG trailer was what re or CG elements of the yeah, what yeah. they showed. That's really what kind of wowed me. Like I know it's just CG, but it was good CG and it was entertaining. Like when they were going through the like building and it was like transforming and more. Yeah, that was hot. Yeah. I was like, fuck. Well, man, the enemy designs cool. still are super sick. Yeah, like it was. Yeah. it definitely it got me in a way that. Um, I, I was never really interested in Dishonored 1. Yeah. So I was like, man, that looks dope. Man. And those little birds flying around and stuff. Woo -wee. Like, mm -hmm. I yeah. can imagine putting a bomb on the birds and just sending them out. The game looks pretty. It looks atmospheric. I like that with the original Dishonored, you can play it without killing anyone, and that's another thing that you can do in this game. Again, you play it however you want. Mm. Um, you can play God. it totally brutally or totally stealthily or somewhere in the I middle. I suck at stealth, thank God. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, and the game should be pretty different based on that. It's cool that... You know, Bethesda owns Arcane. They own Dishonored, and Dishonored—the original Dishonored—was more of a cult hit than anything else. I mean, it sold respectively, and they certainly made money on it. But it wasn't a game that was necessarily obvious that they would go back to. Right. Um, and they did, and I think that that's really cool. Mm -hmm. You know, that they're doing that because um, really, when you think about it, the games that they talk about today are all derivatives. You know, Elder Scrolls Online, uh, Elder Scrolls Legends, Fallout Four, Dishonored Two. Doom. The mm. only game, Battlecry is the only game that's a new IP. Yeah. And what they're showing is that you can kind of treat these things with respect um, and make them feel fresh, even if they're not. And that By, was, the for instance, removing the four at the end of Doom. Right. <laughs> but no, <laughs> but I mean, like, wa like I can't. I when it, when it comes out, Definitive Edition, Dishonored, we need to do less play, and mm -hmm. I need to remember why I it didn't click with me. But like the gameplay they showed there looked different. Like mm -hmm. when it was going, I wasn't even sure if we were getting to Dishonored 2 because he was like I want, they were kind of coy in the beginning of like we want to show you what we've been working on, mm -hmm. right? And they didn't say the sequel, they didn't say this unless I missed it. And you jumped in and you're like, is it going to be Dishonored 2? Is it something different? And when it got there at the end, it felt more modern. It looked different. I was hmm. that yeah. that's uh, It's interesting and that has me more excited than the original Dishonored did. Mm -hmm. Alright, any closing notes on this beautiful Bethesda press conference. If you're watching us on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames, make sure you click the follow button because we're back tomorrow at 9 a.m. with our coverage of Xbox and then we're on all day long. So yes. just so you know, we go to live. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. My and Bethesda thoughts are fall, Fallout. 
Yeah, I gotta like sleep on it and all Woo! this because I just feel, I almost want to watch the demos again. Just mm-hmm. well, the fall one in particular, just, just to see. In. Yeah, just to see because I was taking notes and trying to kind of write things down, and I, I certainly missed a few things. But it, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm excited. I mean, that's that's the game I have my eye on now. Mm-hmm. You know, now that it's all real and official, and it's really coming. What in November. a fucking year for games. Yeah, my God. Yeah, mm. good year. This is gonna be good. And they and they identified a date, and that tells me they're hitting it. You yeah, know? there's no yeah. reason for them. Yeah, to, for sure. There's no reason for them to do that if they weren't confident that they were gonna hit it. So I I, I expect that date to stick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited for Doom. That looked cool. I'm excited to see more of that and see what, what it comes yeah. into. Doom's my number one pick, but like Fallout just keeps intriguing me more and more. Are you going to try it? Are you going to try Fallout 4? I'm going to try it. Good. Yeah. All right. So we'll see. Yeah. Be a man, Fredo. Yeah. You know I mean? Be a man. I'll man up. I played Titanfall for you. you can Ladies play and gentlemen, this. this has been the first ever Kind of Funny Games cast for the Bethesda E3 2015 post-conference. Yeah, that's going to stick. Yeah, it's a mouthful, it's a mouthful for stick. sure. It is a mouthful. Really mm. Let us know in the comments what your favorite announcement was. And if it's Fallout 4, just keep saying Fallout 4. Hashtag Colin is right. Let him know because we all know that's what it's going to be. But we're going to be back tomorrow. We're going to be streaming all day from 9 a.m. until God knows when. Probably Sony's like, done, man. Yeah, until yeah. Sony's done. So I'm going to say midnight. And tomorrow's the day. Do you remember that we can use the co-stream mode? So you never have to leave. Even if you're on your mobile, you never have to leave Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. It's going to be beautiful. I'm so excited. Yeah. This, this is a great Grady three already. Day negative fun. one. Negative two, right? How's that work? Negative one because then it tomorrow's was negative zero. Zero. Yeah, day zero yeah. is typically okay. the, the press conference there. Well, thank you for joining us in this kind of funny adventure. Thank you, GameSpot, for making this all happen. We're in their room. Yeah. We're in their war room. We've we're been very really loud, loud and annoying. They probably hate us. We can get louder though. I think we're oh, gonna we do tomorrow. tomorrow. I can't I'm wait gonna, for I'm the gonna Sony yell obscenities at Danny O'Dwyer all day. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna Danny be good. O'Dwyer. Thank you guys so much.